What's up, Jabronis? This is Two on Five, coming to you with all of your hot top five lists. I'm Drake. I'm Brett. And today, you know, I had kind of a rough day today. I, I was I was off all day, and so I was expecting a much better day. I was going to hang out, cook some food, you know, just watch TV, and it turned into a shit show. My kids were terrorists. I had homeowner issues that I had to fight all day, and honestly, I just want to get through tonight and talk about something fun, talk about something that we love, and that is sports video games, and we're going to do something a little bit different this time. We're going to go through the top five best things about sports video games. And we're also going to come to you with a little bit of truth and go over the top five worst things about video games, sports video games. Yeah, basically, uh, sports video games are great, uh, especially when you have people around you locally that you can play with all the time. But regardless, there's great things about them and there's some assy things about them that can drive you a little crazy. So we're going to start with the five worst just so we can end with the five best and be, you know, a positive force in your lives. So the number five worst thing about it is just some of the players you meet online. Like when, like when you are playing, Oh boy, you know, some rando and you get on and it's just some 12 year old blasting rap, like ripping a bong hit and then using, slurs in ways that don't even make sense it makes you wonder what you're doing with your life (laughs) like this is how i've decided to waste my time all right great and then the worst thing is at least 80 percent of the time they'll probably kick your ass which is even worse because i don't want to lose that yeah those those kids are normally good to do yeah it's terrible and honestly um we could probably pump this issue up to make it the number one worst thing about sports video games. Uh, but it's something that is super annoying um, across all kinds of games. I mean, you get on a, a shooter like a Call of Duty or whatever, and it's miserable there too. But uh, the amount of competition involved with a sports game makes it especially frustrating when you've got all this bullshit from this 12-year-old kid uh, going on in your microphone. The other thing that uh, is frustrating, moving on to number four, is just in general, the lack of innovation with sports games. Uh, a lot of times you have one franchise made by one company. There is no competition, so there is no need to fix some of the bullshit that annoys you on a regular basis year after year. Um, Not calling anybody out EA, but you know, there are times when you feel like you've played the exact same game year after year and it's super frustrating. Um, It's super annoying. You're like, why did I spend $60 on this? Cause the same shit is broken. Right. And like some of that, like, It's a double-edged sword because, I mean, obviously you're playing a sports video game and, you know, in the years since the last version came out, it's not like the rules have changed. So you're you're not 
well, we're not we're not talking about that so much as just like when things were broken, like uh, AI programming or features that were missing, and they still have not improved that, and yet expect you know that new sixty dollars. It's just it's infuriating is probably too strong of a word, but it's really frustrating. And it, it just kind of makes you feel like a sucker because it's like, well, I want to keep playing because inevitably they're going to stop. They're going to drop support on the last game. So I won't have the updated rosters. I won't be able to do what I want to do with that. So I buy the next game. And quite frankly, that rolls into our number three, which is just the pressure to buy the newest version of the game. Uh, basically, you know, you're going to get your roster updates. You might get a graphical tweak. But you know that if anything good's going to happen, it's going to be in that new version of the game. They don't give a shit about what they put out last year. They already got your money. So we're moving on. I mean, it's it's 2019 and I'm still playing a football game that does not include a coin flip. You know, the newest iteration of the pro football game does not allow you to have a coin toss at the beginning of the game. It just decides who's going to kick off and who's going to receive. <laughs> I, you know, well, like, you know, why not? Right. Uh, of all the things that you like, you can't just put in a. A coin flip. I mean, I don't even need the quarter to be that fucking shiny. It well, just needed it, to be there. And what's funny is ostensibly that's not going to change what's happened at all. Like, I see why they pulled it. No, they pulled it out because there was no point. I'm, I'm guessing. But like, give me that experience. I think what's frustrating about the the newest game and the lack of innovation and you know just everything that kind of boils down into it is how much time and money they want you to throw into each version of this game and then it's never going to carry over like right uh you know with fifa and madden and all these games with like the ultimate team and they're like well if you really want to get the most ultimate team you need to spend 20 bucks extra to get packs of cards or whatever it is whatever the virtual currency is and it's just right Again, it's one of those things where like I I enjoy this, but sometimes I wonder why I am wasting my time doing this. You know, uh, there's a lot of times where it feels like their motto is fuck you. You're going to buy it anyways. Mm -hmm. You know, there there really is no customer service or a desire to change the product to meet the customer's needs. It's just, yeah, fuck you. You're going to buy it. Well, and like another thing that's been super frustrating, especially like as the generations have progressed from like the PS2 GameCube era up to where we are now is it feels like you, you know, you're pressured to buy these newer versions of the games, but like the feature list has only shrunk. Like, you know, right. I mean, it's, they're not making the install game anymore, but I can remember on like, not yet. Well, fingers crossed. Right. But that like those PS2 games where like they would put in all the, like, I remember a year where there was those scenarios of like the 30 greatest games and like they, they drop you in and you had to try and do oh, like yeah, these yeah. impossible things. And then that, remember that year where, uh, for the career you started off and like the way you could tell if you were a good player or not was like a random picture of a girl, your girlfriend. And like, if you, if you were bad, like she, like she yes. was ugly, which is terrible, but hilarious if you think about it and I mean, it basically all that kind of stuff has just been slowly stripped out of the of games to the point where like, it's like, here's some bare bones stuff. And I, I know that Madden is like really tried to up their single player thing. Like, right. Like they, right, they made right. that. I don't even know what it's called. Long shot. Is that what it is? Mm hmm. Yeah. It's basically uh Friday night lights the game. Yeah. Um, 
it's fine. I mean, they they were heavily cinematic with it. Like they want to try and get you to buy into the story. Um, You know, like they paid some big time actors to be a part of it. Like it's it's well done, um, but it's one of those things to just make you feel like you're more involved in the game uh, versus actually giving you in-game things to achieve. And eventually we'll end up doing an entire episode on the NCAA franchise, but because uh, that's really where our hearts are. But as Brett mentioned, you know, some of the things that the NCAA games would do to give you objectives, the Heisman campaigns were a great example of that. You know, they would allow you to relive the Heisman winning seasons of a dozen different players. And so even outside of online gaming, there were a lot of things that you could do on your own with a single player sports game that uh, kept you engaged. Right. And like, and it's just, it, you had this pressure to always buy the newest game because you wanted the updated, updated rosters. You wanted the, the newest stuff, but like you have this pressure to buy that. And then you're looking back and you're like, but the other games were, almost more fun there was more to do it's it's a it's a stupid dichotomy right um number two broken plays and players uh and this is i I feel like this is in every game there's always like going back to like tech mobile with bo jackson like i mean and like bo jackson basically was kind of broken in real life like it was not fair what he did to people but also in that game like dude wow (laughs) and i mean that continued on i remember uh like NCAA like oh five or oh six like brad smith for mizzou like you he was a god in that game and it's like oh yeah what? i mean he's he was really good but what and yep. there's always plays that do that too like uh the last year ncaa came out just uh dragging your tight end across the middle and throwing to him and it just didn't yeah it just didn't matter yep. every time seamers like unless you know you were getting tackled as you right. threw it it was going to be um, Michael Vick was another one of those broken players in the Madden franchise. Um, probably the closest thing to video Bo Jackson from the tech mobile games was uh, Madden Michael Vick for a while. Uh, I remember Madden 2001 on my PlayStation two, there was a little wide receiver screen, just a simple bubble screen that uh, the Rams would run to Oz Hakeem. And it was good for six yards, no matter what. You could not design a defense to cover that third receiver on a little bubble screen. Now, if you try and run that play in Madden, you lose three yards. But back then, it was guaranteed six yards every time. And if you played against somebody that would use that, it was infuriating. Because there literally is nothing you can do. Like the game is just not programmed to cover that and to match it like they should. And when you get stuck in a rut where you're just constantly losing on those kind of gadgets or, you know, broken systems in the game, uh, you really just want to throw your controller against the wall. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Might have done that. (laughs) Time or two. Yeah. More against the floor, but you know. It is what it yeah. is. And uh, I feel like you should introduce the number one. So uh, kind of in the same vein as gadgets or broken plays, but not the same, is number one, losing on what is technically referred to as fucking bullshit. Mm. 
this is more than just having a a player, you know, be unguardable. This is the game just bending you over and putting it right to you, and there is nothing you can do about it. This is somebody's receiver teleporting through your defender. This is, you know, a ball that bounces five times in the air before it finally falls in the hands of a third string tight end in the end zone. Uh, you know, it's this, this is uh, me bouncing the uh, I threw the ball out of bounds on you and the oh, dude boy. Uh, bapped it up back into bounds and some random receiver caught it for a touchdown. I will never forget that. That was so funny. Oh, my God. You were so mad. We went through a couple of control yeah. controllers that day. Yeah, yeah. It, it's things that part of it is the limitations of the technology. Like there's there's things that the game can't prepare for. But when you play often enough and you feel like you have an understanding of how the game works, like the little nuances, the timing of where a player is supposed to be, where the ball is supposed to be, you know, you feel like you have all that locked in and the game just decides, fuck you, not today. Well, I mean, and like you're helpless. And I'm not sure it was ever like confirmed, but do you remember, especially like, I, like I, I go back to, you know, those, those PS2 GameCube Xbox days, mostly because that's when we played the most, we were in college, we, you know, had a lot more free time, but playing by yourself right. and you'd be up pretty good on the computer and then suddenly third quarter, like clockwork, they'd be st- they just decide that you're not going to win anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and they just it'd just start coming back and it, and you'd be running the same type of stuff. You'd pick the right defense or pick the right offense. It just didn't matter. And like that's kind of that's that's also part of the whole just pure shit thing where I'm just like, come on. But right. Who's playing who? Exactly. But anyway, that's. That's us being a little negative. And this is this is something that we legitimately love, like uh, sports games. And it doesn't really matter what, like, I mean, uh, you know, FIFA, Madden, NCAA. Uh, we had a run of uh, back when they made NCAA basketball games. Like, like, like we love sports games. They're so much fun. Oh, yeah. And let's quick go over our top five reasons why for that. We put up with all five of those worst things because of these five best things. Um, they really do outweigh all of the frustrations that uh, can come from this kind of game and, and technology, because there are some great experiences uh, with this medium that, you know, really help shape our lives and our friendships. Five. Uh, this one uh, is just the, the experience of this of getting to play a sport you love or, and just experience what you like about that without having to go out there. Because especially like when the, when the fuck am I going to go play football or when the fuck am I going to go like, get like 17 other people and play some baseball? Like it's not going to happen. Right. So, but you know what I can do? I can drop 60 bucks or whatever, right. boot up right. the show. And here we go. Yeah. It's, um, it's something that allows you to just pick it up and get a full experience. I mean, uh, with any of the big sports franchises, turn on your surround sound, you get the stadium feel you get, especially nowadays, you get a great 
graphic representation of, you know, the stadium. Um, there are so many things about it that just really help replicate the real life feeling of being at a game. And it's something that if you really love and appreciate a sport, you pick up on the little nuances of things that they do, not just on the field, but the extra things that they'll do, whether that be the mascots, whether that be the signs in the, you know, in the stadium, uh, it's just, it's a great way to kind of get that fix. And that kind of leads into our number four, uh, because it's a, like this number four we, we, we laid down was player likenesses. And that might seem like part of number five, just the experience, but player likenesses, I feel like is an important enough aspect of it. All that other stuff almost doesn't matter if they, if they're not trying to come somewhat close to player likenesses. And quite frankly, player likenesses are what killed NCAA for us. So like, right, right. We, we like, I feel like do, we do understand that, but you know, it is wild to boot up. Like even like, I don't know, like an NBA game from like the dreamcast era. And right. Like that was cutting edge. And now you load up like whatever the, the latest 2k is. And you know, it's not perfect video games. I'm like, I'm not sure we'll ever get to a point where it's photorealism, but holy shit, like, that looks like James Harden and his big dumb beard, right. you know? Like, right. that, you know, there. Well, look, there's Chris Paul bitching at a ref. Like, they got it, you know? <laughs> and, yeah, that just helps sell it so much more. And for me, it's not even just the likeness of their face, you know, and, and what they look like, especially in the NBA games. You really get a feel for, um, you know, seeing the players up close. And so I, I feel like it matters in, in a sport where they don't wear helmets. Uh, but especially the play styles, the way that they've been able to capture how a person plays, the fact that I can handle the ball like Kyrie Irving on the court, um, you know, the fact that I can run and throw on the run like Russell Wilson is is something that really adds that extra piece to these games, you know, to make it feel like it's not just 11 random players on either side of the ball and, you know, coming down to you picking the right play versus the right defense. You really get to see that unfold on the screen in a way that you would on a Sunday morning or, you know, on the court on a Friday night. Oh yeah. And it's like you said, like, you know, they model the way they run, like the actual moves and stuff to the point where, again, it's not photorealistic, but it definitely makes you feel like, okay, this is who that, that person is. It just, I mean, you know, we joke right. about EA having issues, but like it's in the game. Like they, like they do know what they're doing for a lot of it. So, so number three, um, is one of those things we kind of talked about, uh, with the worst things, the constant pressure to buy the newest game. But one of the nice things about the sports games is that there is this feeling that they don't end, you know, especially if you're playing a a single player franchise where you're, you know, you're building a franchise, you're building the stadium or moving the team. Like there's all sorts of little things you can do to keep the game going. And by the same token, when you're playing head to head, um, I don't necessarily need the newest iteration. If my buddy 
is cool with playing Madden 2006, you know, he and I will play Madden 2006 and I'll run all over him with Vince Young. Like, it's great. Um, So the ability to like pick it up and put it down and then come back to it and not feel like you've failed to advance the objective, like in some RPGs or, you know, any other adventure game uh, is nice. The fact that you can just walk away from it, pick it right back up and not miss a beat. Well, yeah. And there's something about like, uh, and this kind of, I feel like we're, we're very flowing into just the next ones tonight, but, uh, Oh yeah. But like this kind of is, is number two, like, you know, like it's nice cause it's just pick up and play. There's no story. There's no buy-in. And this literally is the number two reason we had. And there's something about like, you know what? I'm just going to plop down. I'm going to load up a playlist on Spotify because I don't need to hear this commentary for the 40th time. Yes. And I'm just going to go. I don't need to pay attention in the way of like, well, what's going on with the story or what's with the world or the lore or anything like, no, it dude, it's, it's fucking football. Like I just got to get 10. Yeah. I just got to get 10 yards. Like it's fine. Check the scoreboard. There's something to that. Like it's also, you know, like that's also real life. Like sometimes I don't want to watch, you know, Game of Thrones, I want to, you know, watch whatever sad ass Nebraska game is on that week, you know, like <laughs> there's some, there's something. Well, to I, I mean, it's kind of like surfing through. Yeah. It's kind of like surfing through Netflix and then deciding to watch the office for the 10th fucking yeah, time. It's comfort food, right? Um, it, it's easy. It's com. Yeah. It's comfortable and it's over quickly. You know, if I don't have more than 20 minutes or 30 minutes to actually devote to screen time, I can play a game and then be done with it and still feel like I've got some of that me time. So and then uh, our number one, um, it's uh, playing and and this is definitely much more with with the 360 and on and it's because we don't live together. And basically the head to head with friends and there's like, there's been two different versions of this. And I find that since ever, since, you know, all of our friends have gone their different ways and we've spread, I really appreciate this a lot more in this way, being like any way where I can set aside time to spend with my friends and, you know, playing FIFA or Madden or whatever online is a great way to do that. You can just, you can have the headset on, talk some shit and, you know, and like legitimately there's been times like I've actually had like almost deep conversations while I'm playing NCAA football or whatever, which is silly. Cause I have a phone, but it's, right, right. it's one of those things where you're getting to hang out with your friend, even if you didn't want to, you know, drive six hours to the other corner of freaking Iowa. Right. I have so many fond memories um, over different stages of my life of playing head to head sports games with my friends. You know, like I remember being in middle school and playing the first Madden on Super Nintendo and like the Stanley Cup hockey game on Super Nintendo and, you know, like sitting on my buddy's futon, you know, hunched over a 19 inch TV and thinking it was the greatest thing in the world to, you know, moving on to high school and, and PlayStation two days where we would have Madden tournaments. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Like, and, and like other games, like, and like almost 
like like sport games like adjacent kind of like uh like any wrestling game right or right, like right, right. or tony freaking hawk or oh, yeah. any of those you know that like because it was basically the same type of thing like there's no story it is it's a sporting ish event but like right. oh yeah because i because man i could just the amount of hawk that i played when i was in high school was just insane so oh yeah um uh, and yeah and then moving from that to college where we would do the same thing in the dorms and you know at our houses where we would pretty much have rolling tournaments you know and pass the controllers back and forth um you know until we had burned up an entire third well, i mean dude uh, remember that that ncaa basketball game i bought which okay like oh boy for for this time i've never had a game that had less features i mean just less like it was like <laughs> here is the game you can play basketball like i don't know if there was a season mode in that i mean there you couldn't save you couldn't save profiles i'm not they sure there were timeouts this was a playstation 2 game okay and they didn't have profiles right. like you and i literally taped a piece of paper on the wall and made tally marks on who had won <laughs> and it was great yes and, and you know moving on from that and you know moving to the online play especially as people grew up and you know went their separate ways the ability to recapture that uh, via online play in a headset has been great for those of us that are in our 30s and you know remember being a kid and like sitting on the living room floor playing with our friends to you know now moving to basically the next iteration of that, um, you know, it's super special, you know, especially with sports games because of the accessibility, um, you know, Hey, play a game of football with me and we'll shoot the shit and we'll either, you know, have a real conversation or just talk shit the entire time. Uh, it's great. And it's one of those things that I feel sports games in general have helped bridge the culture, you know, from video games being seen as just a nerd thing to do. Oh, sure. Um, you know, sports games, I feel like have been a huge part of that bridge into mainstream culture. You know, you have pro athletes talking about their video game ratings, you know, in the media. Uh, you know, you have players that really revel in the idea that their avatar in the game is as good as they are on the court. And, you know, has become a huge conversation piece in general culture. And <clears throat> I like it when athletes don't think that they look good enough. In yes. Game. Y'all, it's great. Uh, like when they're like, this guy's ugly and I'm not <laughs> ugly. And it's like, well, yeah. Well. yeah. But that, that's one of those things that I, I really felt helped bridge video games into a mainstream culture. And also the head to head play like that camaraderie. Um you know, that made it something that we enjoyed and we weren't ashamed to enjoy, uh, I think really helped propel that also. You bet. Well, that's sports games. We like sports games here yeah. at two on five. Yeah. And, you know, um, basically we are up and running on all your major podcast platforms. Subscribe to us or go to hell. And, uh, Again, if you like it, let us know. If not, we don't need to know that. It's we're we're okay. Yeah. And 
we'll talk to you soon. All right. Have a good night, guys.